Welcome to Canada's podcast. Hello, I'm Mario Tanaguzzi, and this is Calgary's podcast on Canada's podcast network. Joining me today is Trevor Haynes, president and CEO of LodgeLink. Thanks, Trevor, uh, for joining us. Thank you, Mario. Pleased to be here. Well, let me just start off by asking you, what the heck is uh, LodgeLink and what do you guys do? Well, LodgeLink, uh, it's an exciting business that we uh, we started from scratch a few years ago. And what we're focused on is um, providing enhanced uh, services for full cycle travel related to crew travel. So where companies are needing to move their workforce to where their work is. Uh, there's all kinds of complexities and inefficiency. So as simple as finding and booking where they're going to stay or, 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 or um, seats on airplanes, et cetera, but then much more into um, the software that builds into our platform to help them uh, with duty of care to track all the costs uh, to in- improve the efficiency of all the payments that happen in behind, reconciling everything. And then most of our customers are service companies. They're being able to efficiently invoice their customers. So it's a big endeavor, a uh, big addressable market. And uh, we've made great, great strides, putting a fantastic team together. And we're having a lot of fun. So tell me like a, a little bit more of like uh, the, the types of clients that uh, uh, would use you. Um, um, well, it cuts across many different industry sectors or segments in terms of companies that in the services they provide, their workforce needs to move to where the work is. So if you think of construction, especially construction into uh, you know smaller town areas or even remote from a Canadian perspective, certainly the resource sector, many of the service companies mm-hmm. uh, need to move their crews to and from where the work uh, workflow is from a Calgary perspective, obviously our energy sector, um, yeah. but it's uh, many sectors, including energy. So if you think of any business where their, their uh, workforce has to travel, so we're looking after uh, companies that do rail maintenance for railroads, highline power maintenance companies, uh, all types of construction companies, certainly oil field services and mining services customers. Um, so anywhere where they're moving larger groups and yep. they have to deal with all the logistics related with that type of travel. So you're, you're, you're basically, uh, helping them find, find places where their workers can stay and, and facilitating that process of, of, uh, uh, you know, getting them there and, uh, you know, taking care of all that. Right. If you think of it as a marketplace, so on the supply side, yep. we have hotels. Uh, We've got over uh, closing in on 7,000 properties in terms of accommodation. So those would be hotels, lodges, remote uh, remote camps. Um, On the other side of the marketplace are those companies that need to move their their, uh, team members, as, as I mentioned before. And so, yes, being able to find the most appropriate property for their needs close to where the work is, be able to sort by price and amenity, and then to be able to make that commitment. Um, and it's a little bit more difficult versus the B2C, if you think of uh, the big online booking tools like an Expedia or a, yeah. or a, a Bookings 
um, where you're moving smaller groups of people. When you move larger groups of people, you need a different type of uh, booking engine uh, to be able to make that booking. But then we go way beyond that. So how do you manage who's on the cruise and the and the editing? Is if you can imagine, you make a booking, but the crew gets uh, delayed on the last job they're on, or the company changes which crew is going to go and do the work, or even who's on that crew by the time they get to that site. And then the rotation of which crew members are on and which are off as they rotate on and off their shift cycles. And so you just keep adding those layers of complexity. And that's where there's a value proposition uh, for us to create a platform and, and build the tools, software to be able to deal with all of those complexities of uh, of uh, workforce travel for uh, for business. Takes away a lot of their headaches, I guess. It, exactly. Very inefficient. Uh, the Global Business Travel Association tracks this as a subsector of business travel, and it's called uh, Energy Resource Marine. Those are the type of industry segments that have large amounts of crew. And pre-pandemic, they tracked the U.S. Uh, spend of businesses for crew travel at $63 billion, Canadian at about $7 billion per year. So it's a, a big addressable market. And the estimate is there's upwards of 10% of that spend is wastage in terms of um, missed bookings, uh, bookings that never got used. Wow. And then within that, you think of all those people and they're being paid by the company. If they get delayed somewhere and you don't make the adjustment downstream for all of the bookings yeah. to come after, then that's where you get into inefficiency. So our ability hmm. to solve for that is the value proposition. It's a big opportunity. We're finding it's a lot more complicated than we thought when we first set out, though. So, and when did you first set out? What year did uh, you establish this? Uh, we started building LodgeLink in earnest in uh, 2017, 2018. Okay. It's growing very quickly recently. Uh, fairly substantial interruption from the travel lockdowns um, because of COVID, as you can imagine. So there's a bit of an interruption in our, in yeah. our buildup. And LodgeLink is, uh, I, I started with some co-founders, a company called Black Diamond Group, and um, I started that in 2003. LodgeLink is a subsidiary, so this is okay. sort of our, our latest uh, entrepreneurial uh, start and build within the Black Diamond uh, portfolio. So it's okay. a continuation of... Uh, of the work and, and and building we've been doing for years. Okay, I'm curious now. So, what what does Black Diamond do? Is that as kind of the umbrella? Uh, what other kind of uh, ventures does that have? Well, the, the main expertise of the Black Diamond team is understanding the requirement for workforce accommodation, but using physical assets. And so, we're quite well known as being one of the big camp providers in around the resource sector. Um, and using, you know, modular buildings so we could move them into remote areas, fit them together to create these big living environments, and then figuring out how to generate power, handle waste, and and uh, and water, et cetera. And so that's where sort of the knowledge of of uh, the requirement for crew travel and all of the various um, challenges that come with that. And so that was sort of the genesis from which. We said, well, maybe we could um, offer a different type of service and use technology in a different way, different way in terms of the industry that we're uh, associated with. And so that's where uh, LodgeLink is a new idea. 
uh, came to fruition. So in, in terms of uh, setting up a, a new venture, so to speak, um, what were some of the, the biggest challenges uh, you think you face as entrepreneurs? Well, when we first started uh, Black Diamond, the, the parent company of LodgeLink, um, a lot of challenges. Is this the right thing to do at this point in, the, in, in, in my career? Would we be successful? How would we fund it? Um, had a young family at the time, you know, um, all the uncertainty of whether we should take this, this big risk yeah. and, uh, and make it happen as you work, um, you know, in subsequent, uh, startup of businesses. And I've been involved in, in building, uh, many of them, hmm. um, the, the concern of, would this idea work? Will this work? Should we invest here? And there's a lot of debate. And in some ways, it's more complicated starting businesses within businesses. Um, so we couldn't get the idea out of our out of our minds. And uh, at one point in time, there's a lot of debate: won't work, will work. We said, yeah. "We're gonna, we're gonna go. We're gonna, we're gonna try this." And uh, so, as quickly as possible, trying to get to proof of concept. And then, equally as challenging is okay, the concept works. Now we have an enormous lift to get this scaled up and uh, bring all the talent we need and, uh, and funding it. Question is whether um, we will create value, um, you know, for our customers, et cetera, but value for um, our shareholders. So it's always very exciting. There's always an element of risk and uncertainty, yeah. but uh, it's very creative. It's, I, it's probably why I like building businesses. I like the creative part of it, ah. um, creating new things and trying to bring great people together to make them happen. Where do you think that came from? Uh, that, uh, that, um, uh, I guess, passion, I guess, uh, for, for creating stuff. Yeah. I, I, I guess from a very early age and, uh, you know, very early on, um, uh, my father was part of um, uh, one of the early group that was involved in building a company called Atco, and I know you're from oh, Calgary, right. but, <laughs> so you know Atco. And That's the uh, giant. At, one, at one point, uh, you know, parents are Alberta families, but um, we were moved to Montreal, and they were building the international side of Atco, and Montreal was sort yep. of the, the international business city in the '60s and '70s, and. Uh, the Echo guys would come and they would stay at the house. And uh, I was a young kid. They would sit around the table and they were very intense and it seemed very exciting. They were building and, and, and serious. And I, I can just remember sort of standing at the edge of the dining room table, listening to these guys and thinking, I, I want to be part of this. And, and perhaps that's where it started. And, you know, through, uh, through school, yeah. I, I, I started little businesses and, uh, and um, would hire uh, my friends from school to uh, to to work with, within them, and uh, we uh, remarkably got some uh, contracts to landscape some of the restaurants that were built along the Cloud Trail in those days, oh, and wow. did all the all the various landscaping and hired the I don't know what it was uh, sixteen seventeen years old and would but I, I i never really thought of it i you know i always talked about wanting to go into law etc later on reconnected with family friends from montreal and sort of told the story and they're like 
Yeah, we knew that's what you were going to do. Said, well, well, it's kind of interesting, right? Because yeah. uh, for people that may not know and, uh, and, and, and listeners that may be outside of uh, uh, Alberta, you know, ATCO is a, was a, you know, has been a giant. He's got many different aspects of ATCO, but, but it all started uh, from that, you know, remote uh, work uh, accommodation uh, concept, right, of uh, providing that here in Alberta. Yeah. yeah, just a fantastic entrepreneurial business, especially in those early years. And yeah. quite remarkable what was accomplished from uh, you know a small small group of uh, of people from Alberta and yeah. uh, built a global platform. So um, yeah. I'm sure I gleaned some of it from uh, from there. Did you ever meet Braun Southern? Uh, I did. I worked uh, I worked at Spruce Meadows as a kid and. Oh, fine. Uh, they invited me in. Uh, my father had had left and started his own business uh, way back in the eighties, but um, they invited me in uh, to work on some projects. Uh, I, I was I'd written my LSATs. I had left. I was in the in the financial world and uh, left to take some time off before going to law school. I said, "Well, I, I only have a few weeks because I'm going back to school." Yeah, and uh, it was really interesting and. Uh, I left 10 years later and uh, I, I learned a lot, did business all over the world. So that's sort of where I learned, you know, the, the industry that I ended up building uh, Black Diamond into and that now LodgeLink is sort of the next iteration of understanding here's a problem that needs to be solved. And uh, could we be the creative people who uh, are able to solve it and, and deliver a lot of value in, 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 in the the whole travel chain. So, so does uh, the name Black Diamond come from the the, the town? Uh, it does. Okay. A lot of people ask, "Is uh, are you a skier?" Um, <laughs> yeah. I love sports. I love everything about sports, and uh, but I'm un- uniquely untalented at everything. So, no, it isn't. Uh, it isn't about skiing. It's the town of Black Diamond. So. We we have some family properties nearby, and uh, we started Black Diamond. We thought of all these great names, but most of them were taken. And and then uh, having a beer in the Black Diamond pub and uh, the hotel, the, the hotel there, the, right at that corner, yeah, here, uh, yeah. the the main corner. Or, uh, <laughs> you know it. That's that's oh, where it was. It. I, I said, know well, it quite well. <laughs> what about Black Diamond? Nice connection uh, to uh, one of the first uh, oil finds, and you know yep. we're looking to be in the camp business. And so that made sense. And I love the idea that it was something so we could create an emblem anyway. So yes, yeah, um, I love people that make corner. that connection, but you, you, you've got it. I love that <laughs> corner because uh, you turn right at, at that, well, depending on what direction they come, but, and you, you head south and uh, my favorite place in Alberta, Longview and, uh, oh, yeah. and head down there for the jerky and, uh, and uh, yeah. sit at the, the saloon there and, uh, <laughs> and enjoy. Uh, so I love that country part. for me. Yeah. I think it's, uh, it's just a beautiful country. Yeah. Through that area, Longview, Black Diamond, Turner Valley. It's yeah. Very- yeah, no doubt. Yeah. What do you think um, as a as a business owner uh, operating in this province, right? And, and mm-hmm. at this time, uh, what do you think the advantages are of uh, of operating in Alberta? Uh, you know, it's interesting, Mario. I um, I had um, an amazing opportunity to work um, all over the world when I was with Atco. 
And it gave me a fantastic context in terms of every time I would come back to Calgary and um, just how great a business city, how efficient, just the concept of risk sharing and the expertise that gathered in the city and even the way the city was laid out and how efficient I I viewed it to be. And I think that, um, I think that's one of the key advantages that and sort of the spirit of Albertans, uh, you know, strongly independent, but uh, very collaborative. And so when you talk about risk-taking and trying new things and, uh, and building, uh, uh, I, I think it, it, it all connects to the character of Alberta. Yeah. Plus good economic policy, you know, um, from a competitive perspective, but I think it has much more to do um, with sort of the history and culture, um, yeah. which makes it a great place, I think, for building a, uh, a new industry. We, we can use those skill sets of entrepreneurialism and risk sharing and all the great expertise, whether it's legal or accounting or, or yeah. engineering skill sets, and take all of that advantage and, and apply it in a new and different way. Um, so I'm very optimistic. And I think I still think one of the best, if not the best business cities on the planet for entrepreneurialism. Uh, and, absolutely. And and speaking, you know, just being an entrepreneur, what do you think are some of the um, qualities, I guess, uh, the, that that someone needs to have to be a successful entrepreneur? Um, well, you absolutely have to be an optimist because there are many things that would tell you, uh, you should just copy what other people have done and take a safe path. Yeah. So you need that view that, um, I'm confident there's a different way, confident there's a better way. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm confident that I can, uh, convince those people who are much smarter than me and each of their skill sets to come and uh, and see the vision and say yes, we can make this happen. And so I, you know, I think there's, um, you know, partly a generalist, partly somebody who uh, just thinks outside of the box and and uh, just wants to create something different and 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 uh, do things differently. Sometimes I call it the path of most resistance. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> rather than the path of least resistance yeah. but it is um for me the most rewarding um you know when it works yeah built something and you see a lot of people being successful within it uh, it's uh extremely rewarding yeah it's not for the faint of heart though right because uh, you're going to go through a lot of challenges you know when you work for other businesses and you think you know what uh, working capital is, well, when you've set out and you've got your own construction company and you've got, uh, as we did, we had uh, 300 uh, um, laborers uh, in construction trades and payrolls due on Friday and your yeah. customer hasn't paid you yet, that's not for the faint of heart. <laughs> yeah. Laying, laying awake at night, you're like, oh, this is what working capital is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, no, I mean, there's an element of, of risk to it. Um, but, you know, perhaps that's why it's such a reward when it works, because 
there, there's a lot of risk when it doesn't. Yeah. Anyways, it, it's, uh, um, I absolutely love it. Super that. Well, thanks very much, uh, Trevor, for joining us today. Uh, thank you. Thanks for taking the time to listen about LodgeLink and to talk about our great business city in Calgary. All right, super. That was Trevor Haynes, President and CEO of LodgeLink. I'm Mario Taniguzzi. This has been Calgary's podcast on Canada's Podcast Network. Thanks for joining us today.